0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you have a new job, you start a new job, you're going to be on a probationary period, which I believe is usually about 90 days. So what rights do employees have? Uh, What rights do you have as an employee during that probationary period? And what rights do employers have? And uh, also, what about part-time folks uh, there's a lot changing in our world, and Leor Samfiru joins us on the program, Employment Lawyer, co-founding partner at Samfiro Tomarkin LLP, host of the Employment Law Show on Global TV and Global News Radio stations nationally. And for information on your employment rights, go to employmentlawyer.ca. We Thank you very much for taking the time. And the story that uh, that caught my attention was one of a a lady, a woman in uh, Edmonton, Caitlin Bernier, who filed a human rights complaint against the car dealership she was working for. She was fired for violating or allegedly violating the company's office dress code after only being there for two weeks. Does she have a case?
1: So it's interesting. uh, This issue comes up often. She's a short service employee and Obviously, uh, there's a a perception out there that, well, an employer can do pretty much whatever it wants in terms of letting someone go in that probationary period, but it's not quite like that because a probationary period is not automatic. A probationary period is a creature of an employment agreement. In other words, you are only on on a probation if you sign an employment agreement that specifically puts you on probation, number one, and number two, if it actually goes on to say, that during that probationary period, you can be let go for any reason. If you do not sign something that says those two things, you actually have some significant entitlements. So absolutely, this lady, uh, given the fact that the infraction, so to speak, would have been a minor one, unless she signed a contract that limits her entitlements, could actually be owed two, three, even four months compensation here, even though she's only worked for this employer for a few weeks, So it's certainly important for her and important for everyone to understand you may well have significant entitlements even at the beginning of the employment relationship.
0: Now, I find the dress code aspect of this interesting because you know, wherever I go now, I see people who are really more, far more casually dressed than they would have been even five years ago. And five years ago, was fairly casual. Uh, so does dress code uh, factor into firings or suspensions or other disciplinary actions fairly regularly or not?
1: It's certainly something that an employer should and often does care about. Uh, it wants to portray a certain image. to to its customers, to the public at large, but for an employer to to properly enforce a dress code policy, well, first thing it has to do is actually have to have a policy, a policy in writing, and then that policy has to be distributed and communicated properly to the employees, a policy that sits in a drawer that no one knows about, does an employer no good whatsoever. So an employer has to make sure that the policy is understood. And when it comes to dress code, because you know, your view of what's professional may be different than what's my view of professional, there should be examples, there should be clear uh, terms and, and sh- parameters in terms of the type of uh, clothing that is appropriate in the workplace. But even if an employee does breach that policy Ultimately, an employer can't just jump the gun and say, well, now you've breached it, you've, uh, you've completely uh, warranted a termination. An employer is expected to work with that employee, make sure that the employee understands what's expected, give the employees a number of, of chances to, to understand what the expectation is, and then, and only then, if the employee clearly is, is flaunting the rules can the employer consider a termination? Uh, and I see, Ray, uh, Roy, that in most situations the employer jumps the gun and doesn't really want to do that work to get to the point of termination.
0: Yeah. So, so let's say that uh, a person has been looking for a job and they, they've been hired. And uh, they're about to start. Now, before they actually start the job, should they make it crystal clear or should the employer make it crystal clear, should it be in writing, what the uh, probationary period, in fact, entails, what's expected of them, what they're supposed to do, and what the consequences are if they fail to follow the, the what was set out for them.
1: Absolutely, Roy. The, the most important thing, frankly, the smartest thing an, employer thing an employer can do is have a proper employment agreement that it utilizes to hire all employees. And, and one of the most important things that such an agreement would do is outline the probationary period, the length of the probationary period, the expectations from the employee and the employer's rights during that period of time. That protects the employer. It, it gives it uh, the opportunity to part ways if it needs to with minimal exposure but in my experience, a lot of employers don't go to the trouble of actually doing that. They decide at some point perhaps to terminate an employee, assuming that, well, this employee has been with us for a month, we can probably do whatever we want, realizing after the fact that that's not the case, and they may actually have to pay the employee for a period that actually exceeds the length of employment.
0: If you're, uh, if you're disciplined, and uh, but you're not fired, but you're disciplined by the employer during the probationary period. Can that lead to a second probationary period beginning? In other words, could an employer keep an employee under a probation watch for an indefinite period of time?
1: No, an employer really cannot do that. And Under most uh, provincial uh, legislation, employment legislation, As a practical matter, a probationary period can only last up to 90 days. And after that, uh, an employer is not able to to consider someone to be on probation. And I've seen this often. An employer says, well, we're not really sure that you're a good fit, so we're going to extend your probationary period. Not understanding that at that point it really doesn't have any effect. There are other terms that an employer can include in an employment agreement that perhaps minimizes the cost of termination at some point. But in terms of a probationary period, generally it would only be uh, 90 days, and beyond that, the employee is considered to be a regular employee, regardless of how the employer tries to characterize the relationship.
0: Now, has anything changed, Leora, as far as part-time employment is concerned?
1: Well, part-time employees uh, have generally the same rights as long as they're considered to be employees, not independent contractors. They, they are considered uh, employees, and they have the rights and entitlements of all other employees. What I have seen actually quite often, certainly recently with, uh, with COVID-19, is employers trying to misclassify or perhaps change terms of employment of full-time employees, making them part-time employees, which is actually something an employer is not allowed to do That could give rise to what we call a constructive dismissal, and and that's something that I've been seeing quite a bit of over the past few months.
0: All right. One more question for you. We talked, uh, you and I talked uh, maybe a month and a half or two months ago about pandemic-related changes to employment law. Uh, Has all that gone back to the way it was, or are some of these emergency provisions still in place?
1: Uh, Some of them are are still in place. In Ontario, for example, the the Ontario government has uh, extended uh, what's called an infectious disease leave until January, meaning any employee that has been put on a temporary layoff, the government has decided, you're really not on a temporary layoff. You're on this leave until January. The problem with that is come January, at that point, the employee could then be put on the layoff for another eight months. So you could have situations where an employee that's been off since March 2019, 20, sorry, will be off until September 2021, that's a year and a half. So these are very unique times and, and difficult times for employees, uh, and, and there's still not, not really much light at the end of the tunnel.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever